Okay, we are in Sefer Yecheskel, Perek Yudalad, Pasuk Aleph, Bayobo Eli Anoshim Mizikne Yisrael, Bayeshu Lifonai. And men came to me from the elders of Israel and sat before me. Yecheskel is describing a meeting where the Zikne Yisrael had asked to confer with him and all came as a group. Now you would think that a group with the prestigious name of Zikne Yisrael were the leaders, the counselors, the tzaddikim. You would be wrong. They were 14 carat phonies, these people. And if you um, read the Malbim and permit me to read it to you, there's a difference between Ben Zikne Yehuda, that had previously met with him, they were righteous men. The Zikne Yisrael, they were evil. They were so imbued in Avodah Zorah that it was like ingrained in their persona. Um, Rashi even tells us um, that uh, that so insidious were they that the Kaddish Baruch Hu supplied Yecheskel with each one of their names individually so that he would not be tricked by them. Because they're coming as if to seek guidance and seek Hashem's advice and stuff. But they are phonies. They are just Avodah Zorah imbued. So, now the Navi says, Ben Adam, Ha'anashim These men have got their Avodah Zorah, Gilulehem is short for Avodah Zorah, it's in their hearts. It's an integral, internal part of their being. And they have their iniquity staring there before them. Shall I give them counsel? Shall I meet with them as if they're serious about seeking um, my, my advice, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu? Interestingly, Pasuk says that these men they have their Avodah in their hearts. And it raises a very interesting question. Is man held accountable for a sin, for an Avera, if he's not committed it, but if it's in his heart? Um, and the Gemara in Kedushin, Daf Lametes Amud Aleph, gives a very beautiful answer. Says the Gemara, let me quote, Machshava Ra Ein HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mitzar That the Kadosh Baruch Hu doesn't regard one's bad thought as an actual deed. In other words, you would not be punished for something you thought in your heart of doing or you'd like to do uh, with one exception says the Gemara, because he was thinking of idolatry, and it says, that if B'nai Israel is thinking of Odazara in their heart, they will be held accountable. It's the exception to the rule. Why? Because the first two Dibros, 
about not making other gods, not creating false gods, was given by the Kaddish Baruch Hu on Har Sinai, those two, directly to B'nai Yisrael. They heard it directly, that you should not have it in your heart, and they're going to be held accountable. So these men, Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I will have nothing to do with. However, nonetheless, speak to them, he says to Yechezkel. And say to them, Each man of Israel and Ishes repeated there twice for emphasis, who has Avodah Zorah in his hearts, and the um, stumbling block of his sins before him, and comes to the Navi, Ani Hashem na I will answer him, says the Kaddish Baruch I will answer him according to his sins. Berov love. Let me answer uh, what he is asking. Lamanti poses based Israel Belibam, because these people have no greater agenda than to entrap the rest of B'nai Yisrael uh, in their hearts. They have all away from me, have backed off from me with their Avodah Zorah. Lachain, Emorah Beis Yisrael, Koamar Hashem Elohim. This is what the Kaddish Baruch Hu says. Shuvu v'hashivu me'al gilulechem. Return, repent from your Avodah Zorah. Umi'al kol tu'avosechem. And all your abominations, hashivu penechem. Return. In other words, it's still an opportunity for Shuvu. Ki ish ish mi beis Yisrael umahager asher yoko bi Yisrael v'inozer mi acharov that each man in Israel who refuses who will follow this avodah zorah v'inozer mi acharov v'yal gilu lovelibo and elevates avodah zorah within his heart and elevates the stumbling block of sin before him the sin nochach ponav uval hanavi l'doreishlo and comes to a navi as if to seek counsel hiani Hashem. Let me answer him. And the inference, of course, is I will answer him according to his Avera. I will turn my face to him. I will deal with him, make him desolate, and make him like an example. And I cut him off from the rest of my nation. And you will know by his complete destruction, the Yadatem Kiani Hashem. And this Navi, this type of fake prophet, is the Mafate, one who seduces someone to do an act. I have seduce that Navi. In other words, it's a little complicated. We're saying that is it because he had Bechirach of shit and failed? Is it because I set it up that he would be a Navi Sheker? Or is it because that he is a Navi Sheker on his own? And But it's as if 
the Kaddish Baruch Hu knew what his outcome would be. I will stretch my arm out, and I will destroy him within my nation of Israel. And they will carry their sin. And the one that seeks them, the one who seeks out these these. Nevi'e Sheker, or these Avodah Zorah propagators, he will have the same sin. He will be judged. Kavon HaDoresh, Kavon HaNavi'e. He who seeks him out will have the same punishment as that false prophet. Man lo yisu od beis Yisrael me'acharai v'lo yitamu od b'chol p'sheim. So that B'nai Yisrael will not continue to Abandon me for Avodah Zorah and to be metame themselves with all their sins. But all the while, that opportunity for tshuva, that I, if they return, I am prepared to be their God and they are going to be my nation, says God. And now he instructs the Navi. Ben Adam. A nation that transgresses me, double lashon, that just trespasses and violates all my commandments. I will destroy it. I will destroy their sustenance. I will send a famine upon it. I will wipe out man and beast. Now, interesting mashal, says the Kaddish Baruch Hu to Yechezkel, Now, if there were these three men, right amongst those people, who were the three men? Noach, Doniel, and Eel, all of different eras. That if I had decided to destroy all of Eretz Yisrael, and these three tzaddikim were there, yes, they would be saved. On their schuyos, I would save them. What's the, the threat of commonality between the three of them? Yeah. Say the Mephoshim, that they all were witnesses at the beginning of the era, the events of their time. They all saw the destruction in the middle of everything that happened that was built. And in the end, they saw its rebuilding. So just like Noah saw that was that the creation, as it were, then saw the flood that destroyed the world, then emerged from the ark to see the rebuilding of the world, or Doniel, who saw, who was in exile, so he saw the Beis Hamikdash in its glory, went into exile, and then after the nightmare of the exile, he comes back to help build the Beis Hamikdash. Same thing with Eov. Eov was a rich man, became totally impoverished, etc., and then emerges again with great wealth. So these three men have in common that they saw it all. They, with their faith, they saw it, they lived it, and then they emerged from it. Yes, they I would save in a world of complete destruction. However, lo They could not, uh, you know, when I destroy the world where the, the animals, 
are, are gone. The desolation is totally complete. There isn't a single inhabitant. These continues in Abishloshanashimaelapisochaioni. Yes, they would live no Mashem. However, in Bonim Vimbonos Yatsil, no. Would they be able to save their children? The answer is no. They themselves would be saved by virtue of their righteousness, but nothing else. Now the Kanishwar is building up here to a very interesting example. He goes on to the next one. Ocherev of the Alarets. Forgetting um Famine, I will bring war to the land of Israel. I decree that the armies, the enemies will destroy them completely. They will be destroyed completely. I will kill everybody. Now back to these three men. Yes, I would spare them, no Mashem. They alone would be saved. In other words, through famine and pestilence, they would be saved, but not their children. Through death by war and, and complete desolation, they would be saved, but not their children. It continues. O Dever, I said pestilence to the land. My anger upon it, in blood, to destroy it, completely. So now I am going to destroy it by pestilence. Now, the Noah, Daniel, the Eo, Pesocha, Chayani, No Mashem, Elohim, these three, the virtue of their tzidkis will be spared. In Benim Bas Yatzilu, their children, no. Hema Betzidka Sam Yatzilu Nafsham. They themselves, they cannot transfer their tzidkis to their children. And now, after these lengthy three examples, we are going to get the Nimshal. Kikoa Marashem Elohim. That, but now, if you see in one of these, in pestilence, I will not spare the world other than these three tzaddikim. Now, if I were to send all four at once, I send on Yerushalayim to destroy it, Adam Behema, you would think that too would apply. No one will survive if I got it. Yet, it's not so. I will, by virtue of my compassion, save these people. There'll be a, always be a Sherit HaPleta, a remnant. Not because of their tzidkis. More often, it's because of their ability to be witness to history and tra- transfer what has happened to future generations. So there, there, their sons and daughters of these Sherita Plato would emerge. You will see, you will learn from their survival and from their witness to history the evil, the extent of Averos and, and Avodah Zorah. And you will be 
consoled about the terrible things. What does that mean, Nichamtem al That those who did not want to go into exile, but then were forced to go into exile, we'll see, it's better that we went than had we stayed there. And those who went in that first group to exile who thought, why are we going into exile? We'd be better in Yerushalayim? You'd see, no. We'd see the destruction they've been saved from. Everything I have done. So yes, there will always be a remnant. A remnant that may not be deserving at all. A remnant whose only purpose is testimony as to what happened. And you will be comforted. You will have seen the evil, the abominations that they did, the Yedatem, and you will know now, Ki lo lechino. it wasn't just arbitrary destructions, Asisi es kol asher Asisi ba, you will know there was a reason, there was a purpose, and you will learn from this tragic history. Tomorrow, a very short parrot that continues on a very interesting mushal, 8.45 a.m. ad khan.